So currently, my desk is, like, just in my room, which is a pretty standard setup, I feel like. There are plenty of people who just, like, in their room, they have a desk or something like that. But I also have this closet that, like, you, you've seen my closet. It's, like, unnecessarily large. It's, like, another like, room. It's literally, it's, like, another room. And it and it has no reason being that big. It's It's, like, basically the size of my bathroom for some reason. Um, and I really don't know why. Whoever designed this apartment was like, yeah, no, somebody who lives here is going to want, like, a, a giant closet. Um, so I have this big old closet. And I've been thinking about, oh, like, maybe I could put my desk in the closet. Um, and I could, like, kind of have, like, a little office space. Um, and I think maybe that'd be nice. Right now I'm just kind of using it as, like, storage. Because, like, what else are you going to put in this giant closet? The only thing is that it does not currently have any like air conditioning linked to it, so I would also need to get like a fan or something because uh, it gets gets pretty hot in there if you sit in there for too long. You're absolutely right about it getting hot in there because yeah. when we were recording the first episodes of Coffee Prince, we would record them together on the floor in your closet. We'd grab like all the pillows off the couches. We would. And just Aww. throw them down there so our butts wouldn't fall asleep while we were recording. That's right. I <laughs> literally gather all the all the pillows in this apartment and like put them in the closet. And we'd tell my roommate, we'd be like, hey, we're, we're going to record a podcast episode. Um, see you in like, I don't know, like a couple hours or something. <laughs> however long yeah. it takes. <laughs> And we'd, we'd take all the laptop cords and, like, run yes. them under the door. And it was, like, an extra That's right, because there's an, there's an outlet right outside the closet, and there is not an outlet inside the closet. And then we'd, we'd, we'd wrap recording, and we'd open the door, and then just the burst of cold air, and we would realize, like, oh, I didn't know I was sweaty until I got oh out of this God. closet. I literally turned the fan on in my room so that, like, when we opened it, we would immediately feel the air. <laughs> because... God. And that was when we were recording the first, like, handful of episodes. And now here we are at the last show episode of the series and the yeah, penultimate is... episode of our first Just Kiss Already season. Aww. Yeah, that's right. This is the this is the final episode of Coffee Prince. We've we've watched in total sixteen hours of Coffee Prince, and we're oh about God. to watch the seventeenth. Yeah, isn't that weird? When you put it like that, and I realize that I've I've put over a day of my life into just watching Coffee Prince, almost like it's uh, a little I'm bit sorry. scary. Days are twenty four hours. Uh, sixteen is significantly less than that. I've watched a few episodes multiple times. Oh, aw. Maybe a total of eight. Probably not. So you're probably still right to call me out on it, but... You know what? Actually, never mind. Because I feel like 16 actually is a good amount of hours for the day. And then if you sleep for eight hours, then, then you get like a full day. So... Mm. But you if you what? don't sleep, you can watch more coffee <laughs> You're so right, which was exactly what middle school Kara would do when she was watching Coffee Prince instead of going to bed. <laughs> oh, man. That's right. I forget oh, that yeah. you have, like, such a a long history associated with this show. And now we're about to watch the final episode, me, for the first time. Okay, don't make me cry. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I'm a coffee prince baby. I'm about to become a coffee prince adolescent. My voice just oh cracked. Oh my gosh, you're about to true. graduate from coffee prince. <gasps> wow, uh, that's right. This is your first true like rom com TV show, and and soon will soon it'll it'll wrap up and then we'll watch some more and you'll you'll truly delve into this genre that Kara has dedicated like a solid 10 years of her life to <laughs> and i yeah as we've discussed i've got about a day so i'm catching up <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you <laughs> you'll get there eventually you'll you'll don't worry you're on your way i'm sure at some point i'll have to take a break <laughs> <laughs> retire the throne <laughs> oh my god ah oh, that's right though we are Episode 17 is the episode we are about to watch, which, as we've said, is the final episode of Coffee Prince. So this is it. This is where we hopefully tie up all of our loose ends, hopefully, you know, reach some some conclusion for for some of the, the plot lines that we've been following, because there are there are quite a few. We've got our main one, but there there's there, you know, there are a lot of others kind of going on um, and we we wrap it all up. So I guess. For the last time with Coffee Prince, but not the last time you will do this, um, Jaren, what do you think is going to happen in episode 17 of Coffee Prince? I think while you were talking just now, I think I figured it out because I was going okay. through in my head and I was being like, how do we wrap up all these plot threads? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm like, the answer is we actually kind of <laughs> don't have to. Because what we're going to do is this last episode is going to be sad, sad goodbye for like 40 <gasps> minutes, I think. And then the oh last God. 10 minutes, we're going to do uh -huh. time skip two years. Hansung and Yuju's baby is like a weird toddler now. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, Han, Han Gil is like taller, maybe? Or maybe he just like dresses <laughs> less flashy. Maybe he has glasses okay. to show that time has passed. And then Yeah, he's gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma, dead. We visit her grave. We never see oh her God. hear about her time. <laughs> She's just gone. She never sees the wedding? <laughs> no, no, but it'll be like a Yoda thing. They'll CGI her ghost in at the wedding <laughs> next to, to Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I'm glad that Obi-Wan is coming to the wedding. He wouldn't miss it for the world. And then <laughs> we're going to cut to uh, the, 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 the new power couple of CB and uh, Unsei. And they're going to mm. be married. Very young marriage. <gasps> very little drama oh associated with it. And he's going to have like a, a cool job. Like maybe he'll be new manager of Coffee Prince. Uh, even though there's been zero setup dedicated to him learning how to not be a hot himbo, it's 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 all yes. just gonna be there. <laughs> I feel like he could easily be new manager of Coffee Prince while continuing his brand of hot himbo. I think it's totally possible to marry the two together. <laughs> and maybe he'll have glasses so that we'll know he's older. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Sungi is gonna leave for Japan. Or, like, I get, I think that's what's going to happen. Like, there's going to be some... Mm -hmm. He's striking out on his own to continue the the search for Yuko. Like, it's going to be, like, mm. this this kind of, like, bittersweet mano no oware type thing where he's mm. like, I'm, I still love this person and I'm still going to seek them out even though, for all intents and purposes, they have run away from me a couple times. Uh, okay, I'm glad you kind of explained that because I did not know what uh, the words you just said meant. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that's actually a really cool rom-com thing. We'll talk about it sometime. <gasps> uh, and the... I feel like the last shot of the the whole thing... You know what? It's it's not going to be it, but I want it to be. Is It's going to mm -hmm. be like Unsei and Unshan have moved out, and it's just going to be like Mama is like putting on nice clothes, and she's running downstairs, and it's like, oh, there's Mr. Ku there, and they're about to go on a date. And then Mr. Hong just fucking like power bombs through a window oh or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> like wearing like a he's dirty like... shirt, and he's like, where are we going, guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> Perpetual third wheel. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, like the he Mr. Ku goes to put the arm around her and Mr. Hong just like pops up between the two of them and like spreads them oh apart a little bit. <laughs> they're like sitting down in a movie theater and they're like about to sit and then Mr. Hong just comes in and sits in the seat between them, like, oh hey guys. He's like, Glad yeah, you all I... got the tickets. <laughs> did I miss Gingy? I don't want to miss Gingy. <laughs> the only movie playing in Coffee Prince is Shrek the Third. There's only one movie in Coffee Prince and it is Shrek the Third. <laughs> And that's how it's all going to end. Oh my god. Wow. That sounds honestly the perfect ending, I think. Yeah, like, really. I like eat your heart out, Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, I'm down. I'm down for big sad goodbye and then suddenly 10 minutes of just like exactly what we wanted for everybody. Mm. Um Ooh. Oh, actually, I do want to ask before before uh, finishing up your prediction. Uh, how about Harim? How do you think he's doing in the future? Oh, God, I, I completely spaced on him. Uh, <laughs> I think he and Han Buell are just going to kind of like be unceremoniously married off screen. And like we're only oh, going to cool. we're only going to know that he's like learned his lesson and settled down because he's going to be like chasing after her, holding her bag or something. And then like three kids trail behind them. It'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot imagine Harim having children. Hold on. I... <laughs> <laughs> the dissidents. Hold on a second. <laughs> Small Harims. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Just you know what? The, the flirtiest toddlers you ever done see. <laughs> Maybe he needs some little gremlin children to to teach him. Yeah. Teach him how to. And maybe know, he'll have some glasses people. to show that he's like matured Yay! and settled in. We room. cut to uh, two years in the future and everybody has glasses. <laughs> the sun got a little brighter in those two years, so everybody developed astigmatism. Oh my god! Except for um, any character that already had glasses, like Mister Hong, they no longer have glasses. Yeah, they they got, they got contacts. LASIK. <laughs> Uh, and that's how it's all gonna happen <laughs> all right i look forward to the the glasses future of coffee prints <laughs> sounds very good Whew, all right well uh i guess then without further ado let's go watch uh the final cup of coffee prints <sighs> hi i am kara and i love rom-coms I'm Jaren, and I'm into having lots of feelings. Oh, that's good, because you know what we're both into? That would be hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just, Just Kiss Already. already. <laughs> let's get a... Let's, 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 let's episode. <laughs> let's episode. <laughs> Let's do 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 
episode. It feels like I'm watching like a Swedish dub of an anime. And they're like, <laughs> find out next time. Let's episode. <laughs> Do you often watch Swedish dubs of anime? Well, have you heard the German intro to Naruto? No, I it's, have not. It's in, it's in English and it's very cool because the singer just goes, Sasuke's a real cool dude, Sakura, the beautiful. <laughs> and it's like, it's like worse Wait, than a on, four I kids version would be. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like worse than kids bop. It's like... Yeah, oh God. I, I had to listen to a lot of kids bop for work. And... Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. What's you used that to teach, Bruno the, Mars? teach the children science. I did. What's that Bruno Mars song where he's like, sex by the fire at night. At night. Yeah. Na, 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 something. The kids, na, na. The kids Lucky pop. for you, that's what I like. What? Sorry, please the, tell me. The kids pop. <laughs> the kids pop version is strawberry milkshakes on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Hang by the what? fire at night. <laughs> what? Lucky no. for you, that's what I like. <laughs> oh my god. Why are you drinking strawberry milkshakes in front of the fire? They're gonna melt so fast. Yeah, also, why are you drinking strawberry milkshakes over ice? You, I didn't even realize that that's the weirdest part. <laughs> God. I feel like, what are we, what are we, what are we rhyming with? Just like night? Like they could have easily used the word night. Like, <laughs> if this were kingdom, I'd be a knight. Lucky for you, that's what I like. <laughs> Come over, we'll play shovel nights. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's so bad, and that's so good. Mom said, put my bruise on ice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my face hurts already. This is going to be a good oh, one. Oh, <laughs> no. This is going to be a good one, because, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. The last episode of Coffee Prince. It's the final cup as they say in the in the title screen. A weirdly ominous subtitle for an episode, The Final Cup. It sounds like the worst thing you could get in a tarot reading. Like, you oh, know, here's honestly, the tower, and here's the final cup. Oh, God. <laughs> that actually does sound really spooky. Um, I didn't think of this while watching the episode. I thought of it just now because we keep saying the word cup. Uh, you remember <laughs> Cup Cup? I do not remember Cup you remember Cup. Cup Cup. You know, oh yeah <laughs> the pokemon <laughs> cup cup yeah it's it's like the final episode of coffee prince so all of our great returning characters are gonna be here including cup cup including cup cup um <laughs> actually jaren i think this might be the most accurate prediction you've had thus far because you did a really good job of guessing what the structure of this episode was going to be I did. I was very pleased to find out, but also heartbreakingly upset over the parts that I missed. Okay, yeah, yeah. There were, I think, 
there 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 were there were some good good misses um like grandma was not dead <laughs> um, which was nice to see but there were also some some kind of they couldn't let us go without uh being like one 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 last cry one last heartbreak yeah <laughs> you know? one last like very subtle like i almost missed it and then i was like wait <gasps> no but no it's yeah. there god yeah yeah yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, and we'll get into that soon. Uh, but but yes, we have made it, episode seventeen. Um, to those of us who have been counting along at home, that's right, seventeen comes after sixteen, and you you can count so high now. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> like like sixteen Aww. episodes ago, we only knew number one, and like now. We're almost at 20. But you don't know that one yet. That one comes later. I can't believe you. <laughs> don't. I can't believe you've been double digits for seven oh episodes. <laughs> don't dream too big. 20, 20 is, 20 is a, a great goal, but it's kind of far, okay? So don't. <laughs> don't strain yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we actually start out this episode with kind of like a a cute little montage of like Han Gyul saying cute things and thinking about all the all the cute moments he's had with Unchan and stuff, which is very sweet. Yeah, I I really liked this, like because like how do you start a last episode, especially after like a cliffhanger mm. from last time, and I really thought that like this reflective moment. Where, like, yeah, we see all the buildup that's led to them here being in a bed together and showing, like, so much skin that I was like, whoa, is this coffee print? It just, <laughs> it, it sideswiped me a little bit. Hangul, um struggles to put on his pants. He, <laughs> he, like, wakes up and he's like, that's right. Slept together with my cute GF last night. And then he, like, tries to kind of, like, sneak out of bed and put on his pants, but he, like, falls a little bit. <laughs> he, like, sleeps like a vampire. Like, Unchan is, like, clinging to him, and he just has his arms folded across his chest, laying flat on you know his back. Like, he had Maybe... to do it to him. <laughs> Maybe he has back problems. He got to sleep on his back. You don't know. Yeah, he's got that, like, nice Tempur-Pedic yeah. mattress that rolls yeah, into yeah, his yeah. dresser. I wrote Hankyul the mermaid and Unchan the bad <laughs> Because he's got both of his feet in one leg mm, of his mm. pants. So he's got like a mm -hmm. monofin situation. And Unchan just completely covers herself in the comforter and tries to like absorb her clothes <laughs> through the opening where her head Yeah, fits. she's like, um, okay, so like, can you like go over there so I can get dressed? And he's like, we literally just slept <laughs> together. I don't understand. And she's like, uh, yeah, okay, great. Can you go over there? Yeah, it's yeah. bright out now. It's, it's, it's different. different. <laughs> Ah, so then we cut to cute breakfast. Very cute breakfast outside. Yes, I I love this so much because it was just so mm. calm. Like there's no, there's like no weird emotion anymore. It just feels like everything is completely leveled off, mm. and they're like very calmly and cutely like instructing each other. Yeah, he's being like, okay, when you're when you're there, don't do this, don't do this. And she's like, okay, well, I'm gone. Don't work mm -hmm. too hard. Like, make sure you eat well and take breaks. And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh my cute. God. <clears throat> also, uh, Unchan does a sick table walk move where she uh, wants to go sit over by Han Gyul. And so she walks across the table in order to do so. <laughs> no, And man we're like, child. okay, that's fine. Honestly, it's Unchan. It's fine. I accept 
the table walk move. She could do a lot worse and we'd still be like, that's fine. Like, she's she's our babe. I think my favorite part of this scene is uh, the reference to Unsei where uh, Han Gil is like, yeah, I should I should give her some allowance <laughs> money because Unsei like um, uh, is covering for Unchen by being like she calls up and she's like, hey, listen, like mom was sus, but don't worry, I lied to her. But also like just so you know, <laughs> get get your ass back here at some point. For, go to work because I told her you went to work. But then, you know, don't don't do don't do this again. Um and Han Gil makes a comment like, oh, I should I should give her some allowance, you know, for being a good sister. And Un Chen is like, um, don't do that. Her personality will go bad. And I'm like, Un Chen, your sister is already a money goblin. There's no going back. It's she- there. <laughs> She's already at this level. She's got the dragon fever. <laughs> There's nothing we can do, like, at this point. Just give her the money. <laughs> yeah, at least then she will be appeased for a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah appease her and then in the the car i love all the car shots in this show they're very cute but they're also very (laughs) (laughs) nerve-wracking yeah there's a couple there's one later on that made me go (laughs) 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 but he they they, unchan's got like the the ring Mm. on her left hand and they're just like they're doing the very cute very realistic couple thing of like we're gonna slap our Mm. hands together like, we're not holding hands. We're not, like, holding wrists. We're just going to slap, slap, slap mac, these mac, hands mac. together because that's how that's yeah, what we that's do Yeah, that's what you them. do with hands, honestly. I don't see any other use for them. She, like, bites his knuckles, and it's just, like, these two bros in polos just, like, cruising. You know, you know how it goes when you got two bros in polos? You... <laughs> 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 And then the, the two of them get to Coffee Prince, where we get, like, one quick cut as they're pulling up to Harim, who is, like, cleaning a very high Yeah, he's surface, being a window goblin, because he's just, like, crouching on this windowsill, <laughs> and he's, like, cleaning, I guess? And then he sees them, and he's like, oh! <laughs> yeah. yeah, we get the one reaction shot of him seeing them, and then he hops into frame, like, full mm-hmm. frog style, pops back up. And it's like, hey guys, what's going hey on? Guys, I noticed that your wardrobe has not changed. And we're like, Harim, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Harim, it's called the walk of shame. You don't need to make it worse. I feel like, honestly though, uh, kind of love that Harim is just like hyping it up. Like it's not even like a <laughs> it's not even like a like a shameful. He's like, oh, oh, oh. He's like so excited for them. <laughs> he I don't like I do not understand where his excitement comes from, but I'm here for it, you know? Like, if, if I saw two of my friends walking up after, like, presumably having a night together, I probably wouldn't be like, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe like... he's just, like, so lost in the sauce of waiting for this relationship to happen uh, that he's just, like, he's just he's just happy that they're they're happy. <laughs> you know what? You're right. He's our audience surrogate oh in this God. moment. He's, he's, he's speaking for us. <laughs> Um, so then we cut to Sweeper getting a bath, and it's like, Sweeper, get clean. Honestly, very good. It's so, it's good because, like, I feel like Sweeper's been in maybe, like, eight, ten episodes of this 17-episode mm-hmm. series, and I kind of wasn't expecting to, like, see him again. I kind of thought that, like, maybe the dog actor, like, moved on to bigger and better things. No, nah, we career. have to revisit But, you know, Sweeper. he came back for the yes, finale. we have to have <laughs> Sweeper back for the final cup, like... He's 
like one of the best characters in the entire series if he hadn't made an appearance honestly this final episode wouldn't have mattered wouldn't have meant anything not without sleeper i do feel like i would have said that if he did not appear in this episode like everybody else got their final cameo where was sweeper although to be fair we don't necessarily have a lot of like small characters in this show we kind of only have like pretty consistently recurring characters um and then like maybe one or two like newer additions near the end of this series so it's actually like as opposed to having like people come back that we haven't seen in a while it's more just kind of like getting the updates on the main cast it's actually a pretty good ensemble show i think i agree i really felt like everybody had their moment this episode and everybody had been building to that moment like the Mm. whole time uh but yeah so sweeper's getting a a bath and i guess his two owners are there and they're doing their like fun we're an established old couple bickering oh that's right i totally forgot that he has like owners or whatever (laughs) he Um, has like people attached to him sometimes that's so weird actually in all honesty i um i mean i know we'll, we'll get into it later but i i I did at some point in this episode write down, all right, Hansung and Yuju, you did it. You win. You won me over. I like you. I'm happy uh, for you. <laughs> you know. I, I, I think mm. I agree. I think I'm finally ready to let him off the hook by the end of this episode. We can finally leave the hate train. We can finally get off at the stop. <laughs> uh, and then we, we cut like right back to, to Coffee Prince. Where Harim is literally just c- congratulating Unchan and Hangyul. He's like looking for them, like trying to this catch them. This has like them. made his day. And then he bursts. <laughs> it's his whole week. It, he bursts into the changing room and sees like Unchan helping Hangyul button. And then he immediately runs out and starts lying very loudly about what he saw them doing to Mr. Hong. And I'm like, the customers, I can see their hair in the background. Oh, no, they're like, absolutely they, you can't there. Do this. They, I feel like at this point, like, they, this is what they come to Coffee Prince for. They love the drama, the shenanigans, the hijinks. If they're still coming to this cafe after everything that this staff has put them through, like, they obviously enjoy it. <laughs> it's so good because Hangyul, like, runs out and he's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Stop, stop, what are you doing? And then Unchan just kind of hides in the room. And then Harim's like, oh, look at her. She's so red. And then she, like, pokes her head Aww. out of the door. And I'm like, ah. Ah, uh, it's so good. And then I th- they fast forward, like, a little bit to later that night. I think it's, like, cleaning, closing time. Yeah, we're like, all right, a day and... of work anyway. Um... <laughs> yeah, that was the only fun thing that happened at the yeah, job yeah, yeah. today. So there, uh, Unchan is, like, sweeping uh, upstairs. And Hangyul just comes in and immediately starts being like, you're doing it oh wrong. My God, yeah. And he makes her like sweep in straight lines, like behind the, uh, uh, the wall, I guess you would call that the part. Yeah. Whatever that like random and... hallway is. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? You know. And she like runs by and he's like, oh, you didn't do it good. You got to do it again. And she goes again and discovers like a shoebox. Did a very good job of convincing me that Hangyul was just here to like mess with Unchan a little. Yes. Uh, and then it's like, oh no, he's he's doing his like there's a shoebox there and he's like, what 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 should we should we open it? Should we 
should we and Unjen is like um and he's like yeah no no we absolutely we should we should totally open this and then maybe when I uh, oh wow th- these shoes aren't aren't they your size oh wow and it's like <laughs> oh <laughs> I've never I've heard of like red bottoms but I've never seen like red tops because these shoes just have like two halved apples on the the toe of them yeah and I was like okay I think I think they're cute they're very sweet because he talks about he's like well you know when you're a barista you're gonna have to be on your feet a lot so I I wanted to get you some shoes and I was like yeah that's such a like thoughtful that was, gift honestly yeah like you're Feet hurt is a bad hurt mm-hmm. to have. So if you if you want your significant other to have a good day, give them nice standing shoes. Give them some shoes. Um, however, I do want to point out um, that within this conversation, one of the things that comes up is Unchen is like, how do you know my shoe size? And Han Gil is like, oh, it was like the same uh, length as my palm. And you know what, Jaren? Um, if I do recall... We one time had a dream sequence uh, where Han Gul and Unchen obviously didn't know what sleeping together really means. And there was a little bit of <laughs> yeah. like, take the foot and put it up and use it as a phone. And I'm thinking maybe that that's what happened uh, last night. Because um, I don't know about you, but why else would Han Gil know exactly the length of uh, Unchen's foot? Um, you know, See, it's just... you're on- I think you're onto something here. <laughs> Because very recently, one of our friends was talking to us about how to get, like, covertly get sizing for jewelry yes. for their partner. Yes, yes, yes. And this reminded me of that. But I was like, what if, like, he d- he took his moment to find out how big the shoe was, like, while they were fooling around? Like, that's got to be it. He's got to be like, okay, so this is an important part of the act is that you have to, like, ho- let me hold my <laughs> hand against your foot real quick. <laughs> He's like, Unchen, everybody does this when they sleep together for the first time, okay? It's fine. It's fine. It's it's tradition in my family. <laughs> oh man. That'd be a pretty good one. I have not I have not heard that one as a method of getting someone's shoe size. That's that one's pretty good. <laughs> like he just has one of those metal footlocker things to like find the exact shoe size. <laughs> just, like whipping it out and being like, put your foot here real quick. Uh, but yeah, I actually, I just kind of wrote down, like, they are inseparable right now. They are just, like, full-on puppy love. Like, they do not want to be apart for two seconds, which we see a lot in the next scene where uh, they both go home and they're on the phone and they have a little bit of phone sleepover. <laughs> they, they are straight vibing throughout, like, this entire episode. And when they're on the phone and Chan's like... Yeah, you, you like girls like you do, right? Who are, like, smart and sexy and mm. cool. And he's like, yep. And she's like, but that's not me at all. And then it, he starts doing the thing where he's like, yeah, you're real fucking troublesome, buddy. Mm. Why do I put up with you? <laughs> I'm such a saint. <laughs> I'm me, Hangul. I'm, I'm such a saint. And then she kind of flips it back on him by being like, oh, well, I like guys who are like my mm. dad. And he's like, well, what was your dad like? And so she starts talking about, like, how he had kind eyes and how, like, when Hangul smiles, it, like, reminds her of her mm-hmm. dad. And I'm like, damn, that's very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. And, like, this show did such a good job of going from, like, the moments of we're playing around and we're, like, fake bickering to, like, now we're going to do some real vulnerable shit and make you feel like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really good sum up of uh, my feelings from this scene. It's just, oh. <laughs> this whole episode it's like 
It's like when you have a wind-up toy, mm-hmm. but instead of walking, it cries. And the oh whole episode, God. they're just winding, and I'm going... <laughs> and then I just cry. And then at some point, I cry. Yeah, and then and then at some point, the crying happens. <laughs> this part gave me a lot of nostalgia, because I used to, like, um, with, like, my online friends, we used to have, like, Skype sleepovers, where we would hang out, and then we would, like, fall asleep together, but we wouldn't end the call. That way, when we wake up, we could be like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that that was super cute. They, uh, Unchan first falls asleep on the phone, and then they they end up falling asleep together. And then when Hagil wakes up, he wakes up to just like the sounds of Unchan. Like, I don't know. She's like she's like being like in her sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And uh, he he like hangs up so that he can call her, and that the ringtone will wake her up. Hmm. And then when she answers, he just starts singing to her. And it's yes. it's so powerful. Because, like, he's not the best singer, but, like, he's trying. And you can hear, like, the parts where he kind of falters. But it's still very good because it's very earnest. And mm-hmm. then I broke out laughing when he goes, one more time. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> one more. Sing it with me now. <laughs> he goes, like full Kermit on the last I love you. He's like, I love you. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to like break out this like slash between Kermit and like maybe like opera voice. <laughs> yeah. He it's was very, very inspired by Eddie Redmayne in Les Miserables. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> People said that he sounded like Kermit. <laughs> and then Unchan gets inspired by that and she just starts singing to Unsei and Unsei is like, please get off of me. Please. It's the best because like Unchan like is is basically tackling onto Unsei and like rolling her around as she's gaining consciousness uh-huh. and is like one more time I love you. <laughs> Unsei is like, what do you get off me? No. <laughs> oh man. So then we cut to Coffee Prince and um I wrote down no the Coffee Boys are sad camping in the alcove because. CB, Harim, and Sungi are all like in the little the little sink kitchen waffle alcove and they're mm-hmm. all just like sitting on the ground looking at each other as Unchen and Mr. Hong and Hangyul talk about how she's going to be leaving. Mr. Hong like clams up about it pretty hard. He's just like, mm. I'm, I'm doing dishes. Like, get out of here. Why are you taking so long to say goodbye? You should just break it off fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you poor old turd. Just be nice. Just be nice, man. It's very like she gives him a hug and a little kiss on the cheek. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> he's so funny. He's like, what if, what if manager sees? <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, stop. Your boyfriend, your boyfriend could come in. <laughs> <laughs> then we oh. have um, uh, just, just heartbreak after heartbreak of goodbye where we we go upstairs and Unchen is just crying in her locker like the door's open she's just huddled up in there and she's just sad and the three boys are kind of like outside and Harim is being like CB you going first and they all take their turn just giving her goodbyes and I cried did you how, how about you Jaren how, how 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 moist are your eyes right now uh, the exact part where I burst into tears was during Harim's. So I'll talk mm-hmm. more about that as we go through each of the boys in turn. Mm-hmm. So we start with CB 
And he very sweetly is like, I, I respect you, you know, I, I, I don't even know. He just like, it's just like sad. And he gives her a hug and, uh, and she's like, you crying? Why are you crying while she's crying? And it's like, oh my God. He specifically tells her like, hey, I'll take care of Angel and your mom. Like, you don't have mm. to worry about it. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> oh. He, he, he's like, I'm the man of the house now. And I'm like, I didn't even think about that, that he would like step up while Unchan was gone to help provide for the family. No. But like, he totally would. He totally would. And oh. also he's the tallest, so he's the only one who could hide his gift on top of the locker where he grabs That's right. it from. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a little gift bag up on top and he's like, here you go, I got this for you. It's makeup. And I was like, aww. God, I loved that so much. And then, like, he tearfully walks out. And then that's when I realized that they're going one at a time. Like, they're just <laughs> yes. sending people in. <laughs> I know. At first, it kind of feels like, oh, well, maybe, like, they're trying to comfort her. And he's like, well, maybe CB could comfort her. But no, this is like a goodbye train. Oh, it's so hard. It's so. So, Sungi comes in next. And he, of everybody, is the most composed, which is very on brand for him. Uh, but he kind of, like, just kind of like wordlessly stands in front of her and like holds out his hand and she's like what are you doing this is so awkward <laughs> and he's like yeah. he doesn't say anything he's just like you can tell that his eyes are being like just just take my hand and so she does <laughs> he tells her he's like take care and do well and then he says gambare and she says gambate and i'm like damn <laughs> damn it oh that that what this is this is where I got real tight. This is where like you know when you're trying not to cry and you're like mm, it's good yeah. show. You feel it coming, <laughs> okay. but you're like you're like no 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 I'll be fine I'll be fine. Yeah, you're but like then, thank God there's not one more boy. Literally. Oh, but just kidding because there is one more boy. <laughs> and Sungi goes out and Harim is like wait you're already done I'm I'm not ready no 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 hold on guys and they have to like kind of shove him in. Yeah. And he comes in, and he looks at Unchen, and he immediately just, like, goes and stands somewhere else because he cannot. And I cannot. And I think Ugh. you cannot. <laughs> yeah, the, this is the part where I just, like, couldn't take it. Because for all, I, I feel like I gave Harim so much shit unnecessarily. I also was feeling because, that. Like, I was like, aww. It's, it's like, he's not dumb or childish it's that he like doesn't know how to articulate complex emotions <laughs> so he he's very sad and like he knows this about himself so what he does is he writes Unchan a letter and then he just mm. like bolts before she can read it in front of him he like, literally no. <laughs> walks across the room starts kind of crying turns around walks over to Unchan, gives her big hug just like big nice looking very sad hug hands her the letter, and then bolts out of there. And I was like, oh my god. Because, like, if you think about it, I feel like of, you know, they've all, all obviously become very close, but I do feel like of the three of them, Harim and Unchan had the most, like, almost, like, um, bickering kind of, like, cat and mouse kind of relationship where uh, there was, there were always, like, a back and forth between them. And yeah. it's like they, they never had... Or I shouldn't say never, because they obviously had some like some some rougher, more serious moments. But for the most part, their interactions were always very lighthearted or kind of like underlied by like we're joking around or, you know, we're just giving each other shit. 
And so, like, to see this emotional moment from the two of them was just like, oh, God, ouch. Oh, no. No. Yeah. I I don't know if this is anything, but, like, thinking about it, it it always felt like in CB and Unchan's relationship, he was deferring to her as, like, the older person and also, like, his girlfriend's sister. Like, Mm -hmm. Unchan felt like the authority figure in that. Yes. And then between Unchan and Sungi, it felt like she would often defer to Sungi mm-hmm. because, like, he's giving good advice and he's very calm and even-tempered. Mm-hmm. But, like, with her and Ha-Rim, it's like nobody's really deferring to anybody. Like, they were on yeah. the same level and, like, they were close because of that, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I cried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I too, this was... This was a painful moment for me as well. <laughs> Dude, the letter starts with my Chan, and I was like, oh. Oh, God. Yeah, no, it just hit. It hit. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Ugh. So, we go, we go from there to Han Sung's place where Yuju is carrying up some laundry. And yes. she's on the phone with her husband, and... He's talking about, like, oh, I'll be home soon, blah, blah, blah. And they're mm-hmm. just kind of going back and forth doing their normal thing. And then she gets to the top of the staircase and collapses while he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, she's not responding. He's still listening into this. And then we just see, like, he uh, pulls up, like, real mm-hmm, fast mm-hmm. in his car. Yes. Almost hits the cameraman and, like, runs out, leaves the door open, car on and runs up and then we cut to the hospital and she's just like laying in bed and at this point i thought this was going to be the payoff for last episode Mm -hmm. where they were talking about like oh you know you need to take it easy like you're pregnant i was like okay so is this like the the you were right moment where like it's gonna be oh i'm gonna take it easy from now on yeah yeah and uh it ends up not being that at all and we don't even find out till later but i don't feel like i can wait till later to like comment on this yeah but like uh whatever happens is never explained but like the the baby is not carried to term presumably because of this yeah i assume that it's miscarriage yeah and it was such an out-of-nowhere thing. And it comes, like, before the halfway mark of this episode. Mm. And it gives you so much to think about in terms of how Hansung was so excited to be a dad and how mm. Yuju was, like, earnestly trying to, like, be more motherly and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it, this just kind of happens in the middle of, like, all this other emotional stuff going on. And you almost don't register it, but it wasn't until I, like, stopped watching the episode that I really processed that, like, yeah, this happens. Yeah. They, uh, the, when they have, like, other, other scenes kind of around it. Because one of the things that we have in this episode is we have, like, a little bit of a time skip. Um, mm-hmm. But when we revisit Hansung and Yuju, it's done very subtly. Like... There's a scene where they meet up and they're at a restaurant. And I remember, you know, for a second, I was just kind of like, wait, where is the baby? Isn't the baby? Exactly. Maybe they have a babysitter. 
And then later they have a scene where they're at home and Yuju can't sleep. And it's just a shot of her on the porch. Um, and there's just these two little baby shoes uh, sitting on the railing. And she's just kind of sitting there sadly. And Hansung comes out and he's like, you know, hey, you know, can't sleep. And they just kind of have a moment out there together. And yeah, it's never it's never directly referenced or, or, or I shouldn't say referenced because those baby shoes were, were pretty good reference. But like it's never directly mentioned. It's never brought up as like a point of conversation for them. It's just kind of like something that happened to them. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see that, you know, when we do have that time skip, that even though that still is obviously something that is hurting them, that they're still together and getting through it together and supporting each other um but yeah it's it's it sucks Mm. yeah and like we say the the ending that they get feels like a good ending for them Mm -hmm. yes uh but we'll we'll talk more about their post time skip stuff once we we get to it in sequence i think yeah 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 and the the next scene is frantically packing at unchan's house oh my gosh uh, yeah she's got this like little suitcase that's like kind of like a zipper kind of deal yeah and she's shoving clothes in there and mom keeps coming in with like food <laughs> it's so funny because mom's like yeah they won't have this over there you gotta you gotta bring a whole container that'll yeah. last two years and then Han Gil is like no they have korean markets uh <laughs> like you don't you'll be able to find it what's more important is you need to bring medicine and then like unsei comes in and she's like you need all these books right you're studying right this is the thing that you're going to need <laughs> and then chan's like i already read all of those go put them back what are you doing oh my god it's just like frantic and Hangul is on the phone and then uh he's like telling her things that she shouldn't shouldn't bring and she's trying to like relay them to mom and mom is like <laughs> no 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 okay talk on the phone and then pack don't do both at the same time it's too confusing <laughs> god i honestly like i'm going to remember that little piece of advice he gives about bringing medicine with you if you can because mm. it might be hard in another country to get the medicine you need with the language barrier mm-hmm. and also medicine might be a little different over there and you don't know like what your body reacts to and stuff very true and then uh we get like a very very sad moment that i wasn't mm-hmm. even expecting because it's kind of couched in this like fun packing frantic energy scene yeah is mama from off screen is like just get off the phone and then pack it's too hard to do both at the same time yeah yeah after she's like all right (laughs) (laughs) she walks into the other room and then we we just cut and we see unsei is like leaning against the wall crying sitting down and you're like oh my god (sighs) and then show mama and she's also crying but like trying not to make a big deal out of it and then cut back to Unchan and she's just bawling and i'm like wait no this wasn't supposed to happen yet it's, yeah, no, it, it very much gives you the impression of, like, oh, this is the hectic night before and it's fine. And then, like, then we'll have a shot at the airport where everybody cries and it's like, oh, no, you get it right now. Ugh, oh, God. Yeah, it, it was a sucker punch, definitely. I I feel like of everybody, I think Unsei got me the most. Yeah. Like, everything, I think, made me cry. Like, I was I was crying this whole time the 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 cheeks cheeks wet everything whole shebang um but something about unsei just kind of like 
curled up against the wall after she had just like you know come in with this big stack of books and then been like oh turned away because these aren't what she needs and then didn't even get Mm. that far before she had to just kind of like oh god it's so it hurts it it is when you said we were gonna have like solid 40 minutes of sad goodbye it like (laughs) oh wow and then continuing the sadness we just we cut from that to the three sad boys just like lined up and they're all holding trays with their little towels and i'm like no and they're just kind of going back and forth about like oh man it's already happening it doesn't feel right anymore the energy mm. is gone and i'm like i know they're no. like well if unchan's not here like what's the point of even being at coffee prince <laughs> What's the point of living if Unchan's not here right now? I obviously have seen this show before and, like, knew what was going to happen. But like I've said time and time before, one of my favorite things about this show is just, like, how it can make me feel the exact same surge of sadness that I felt when I watched it for the very first time. Like I, I wrote, kept writing down just like, no, in all caps, because it was just so emotional. Like this isn't even necessarily a sad scene, but still I was like, this whole show, we got to see, you know, these characters create such tight bonds with each other. And you know, we got to see their relationships go from just like complete strangers to the point where one of them is leaving and they're all expressing like it's not going to be the same without her. Um, mm-hmm. I think it hasn't even really been a year, right, since they've all met. And yeah. they've already reached this point of like just utter despair because she's going away. And oh, I mean like it. It hurts. It hurt me. I'm sad. <laughs> but I love I, it. I will, I will say, like, I was kind of... Because I had already cried once. I normally don't cry, like, multiple times during mm. a thing, no matter what. Because, mm-hmm. like, you get that big emotional catharsis and then it's out. Mm-hmm. But I I was like, okay, so they're sad. Like, it's not going to be the same. And then they're like, where's Mr. Hong? And they all look up. And he's, like, looking for the plane that Unchan's on. And I'm oh like, what my are God. you doing? outside on the little patio and he says something like i feel like the plane would have taken off by now and he's just like looking oh my god so i'm a very like once i start crying it's not stopping anytime soon i can maybe like chill for a second but once something kind of emotional starts up again it's back so like i was just uh, done (laughs) there was no coming back for me at this point (sighs) then oh my god we cut to Han Gil just crying and driving. Well, not yet, because first he he's on the phone with uh, Un Chan, and they, he, um, so the night before when she was with Mama and Un Se, he told her he was like, "I'm not gonna come see you off at the airport because I'm pretty sure I would just like hold on to you and never let go. Like I wouldn't let you leave." Yeah, and. 
then she's on the phone with him now and she tells him she's like yeah my mom and say both um didn't come to the airport because we thought you know it, it'd be too sad it'd be too much too hard to say goodbye and she tells him i love you a couple of times she kind of like starts out and she's like i love you and then you can just see like his face scrunching up because the emotions are hitting him and she just says it again and she finally is just kind of like Choi Hankyul, I love you. And he just says like, I know. And then he hangs up and he just starts bawling. And it's like, oh. I was like, I've said this many times, but like anytime a character is driving, mm. I'm immediately like, please don't die. Please Literally. don't. Like just, oh. And then when he was crying, I was like, that's like double die. That's like two <laughs> causes right there. You can't yeah. double die right now, Hankyul. Very nervous. And then the music. <laughs> The music kicks in that we've heard before, and it's just, I saw you, and yes. I'm like, <laughs> yes. oh god, oh they, 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 they hit us, they, they, they hit us. <laughs> That's all I can really oh. say is, this show took the smackdown on our emotions. <laughs> they slammed my emotions down big style. Oh. Oh. And then they slap us with the two years later. And we're like, oh. I was like, I was so distraught at this point. I was like, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at, I looked at like the timestamp to be like, how exact was, was Jaren's prediction? I and he got pretty did. close. It was a bit closer to like a half and half as opposed to like 40-10. Yeah. Uh, though to be fair, episodes are an hour. So 40-20 is kind of more like what your prediction was really saying. And then we really had more of like a 30-30. So honestly, you got it. You got it really close. I was a little bit proud of myself through the tears, but I was still like, damn, 10 minutes is a big difference. Nah, Next time. nah. You, I, I feel like you you called the, we were going to have the, the big kind of emotional, like just kind of drawn out goodbye that transitioned from like cute goodbye. And then like slowly we just got everybody sad goodbye. Uh, and then immediately cut to two years later you know no need to check out what's going on in italy we're you might as well just <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we start on like this beautiful photo wall and i wrote that like these are mm. all stellar pictures like unchan mm. is styling she's posing it's all fantastic and it's the voiceover like we had the voiceover of hangyol in the opening this time it's unchan reading like her letters and she's like here's mm -hmm. a kiss for you and it's like mm -hmm. And then there's just like a piece of paper with four kiss marks on it. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. too cute. We can see her hair getting shaggier as it grows out. <laughs> yeah, so good. Very good. And we see Hangul is like eating breakfast, looking at these pictures. And he's like mm. very excited because Enchan's coming back soon. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I might have been like reeling from like the, the surge of happiness after uh -huh. the time skip. Because the next note I have is coffee princess? Exclamation okay, mark, question so mark. there is in fact a moment in between that I think you will want to talk about. And um, we, after seeing Han Gyul eating breakfast and kind of like cut to him being happy, we then cut to uh, how CB and Unsei are doing. Thank you. And Heck yes. would you guess it? Guess who's a model, but specifically for his back? CB! <laughs> It's so good oh the God. way we're like introduced to them 
is he's, he's just like he's doing push-ups and then we cut to like Unsei moving gently up and down and it's like uh-huh. she's sitting on his back while he gets like a pump going for the photo shoot. It like, because uh. we had this kind of um, in, in indication that like, oh, Unsei wants to be like an idol and like make it big and help her family. There's kind of that first impression of like, oh, maybe like Unsei is like an actress or a model now. Like she did it. Um, and then we just get like the director being like, all right, can we get the back models on set? And then um, <laughs> uh, CB like stands up. She kind of like, you know, dusts him off, fixes his hair a little and is like, go get him. And then he goes to stand over and immediately turns and faces the backdrop because just his back is what they want in the picture. And he like flexes. <laughs> And then Unsei comes up and she's like given the staff like orange juice and his resume and being like, hi, nice to meet you. So that's my boyfriend, CP, and he's available for work. And it's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's so good because he like he's very awkward. He's playing it very awkward when like the woman in the photo shoot is like touching his shoulder. He's just Uh kind of like, but it's it's so good to see. That like he, I think he gets like misted up or something to at one point because I was cracking up about it. But oh I, yeah, she's so supportive of him, which is what I loved about this like post time skip relationship, is that she's like, yeah, go get him, or like you're doing mm-hmm. a great job. Like she's his hype man, instead of him always being her hype man. And I yeah. was like, damn, that's such a good, that's such a good addition. Mm-hmm. And honestly, this dynamic makes way more sense. Like. Uh, CB being big, dumb, sexy, like, he goes in there, he takes the picture, <laughs> they give him the mist, and Unsei, the money goblin, who's good at schmoozing people and, like, you know, talking and, like, making up lies and scenarios, is his manager being, like, working her way to make sure he makes it big in the business. Like, it, it makes so much sense that this is how it ended up. At least for yes. now, because they are still young. The perfect ending for this pair so far, <laughs> I think. I think so, yeah. A, a really, a really good, just like one of the first things we see after the time skip. Just excellent. And then I think we see Hong is doing like more of his board meeting style stuff that we see him do with dad in one episode. Yeah. And that's where I think I saw it written on like the back wall was like Coffee Princess. Yes. And I'm like, oh my god, we're doing it. We're shooting the moon. We're going to do it. Yeah. And... Uh, Han next business venture is to uh, open up another cafe. But the theme for this one is as opposed to it being a cafe full of pretty boys, it's now a cafe full of pretty girls called Coffee Princess. Oh my god. And that's that's honestly such a good idea as well. I love it. Also, you can give your girlfriend a job. <laughs> the company that you make. <laughs> I love my favorite part is when he's at the board meeting and like the picture that he has for um, the PowerPoint is just a picture of Unchan and then over it it says Coffee Princess. <laughs> it's like she's like speaking to him through the picture as well. Like he's oh getting my god, distracted. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So then and he it... actually gets a call from Unchan and she mm. says, Hey, so um Remember how I was in that like coffee competition and I got like first place and I was named like the best barista or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, <laughs> um, one of the prizes is actually that I get to study in uh, Italy for another year. So I'm actually not coming back for like a year. And he's like, what? What? 
he was in his car driving and then the second she's like one more year he puts his turn signal on so he can pull over and like sit on his car while he talks to her oh yeah we see the car like swerve over into the right lane (laughs) his first reaction is like no absolutely not like my your contract was for two years like what's going on hmm and then she's like, do you want me to not do it? And then he's like, no, like, obviously I want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just kind of gets like left there where she's like another year. And he's like, but I wanted it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So then we kind of keep uh, going around and seeing what's happening with everybody else. And uh, we get reminded of the fact that uh, when we were introduced to Harim as a character, he was an interior designer. Um, and he still is because he's helping uh, the construction and in, in design of Coffee Princess's new location. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good as well because like he gets like a text from somebody who I was assuming was Biol. Uh-huh. And he's like, that's it. I'm breaking up with this girl right now. Deleting her number. And then he like hovers over the delete button and he's like, mm. <laughs> And then he like quickly calls over the other guy who's working on the site. And he's like, what's the mission here? Uh to make a, a cute and fun space. And he's like, does this look cute and or fun to you? Like, he just <laughs> takes it out on his porker instead. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, it, it was kind of funny to think about the fact that supposedly Harim is a good interior designer because he made, you know, he was like, he did the design of Coffee Prince and Coffee Prince looks really good. And like, uh, how you'll even re-brought him on to do Coffee Princess um, but he's been working part-time at the cafe as a barista. <laughs> and I'm like, so does he Does he only ever get interior design jobs from Hod Gill? Like, has he never, like, tried to, you know, like, make his own career out of this? Like, <laughs> He's like, look, being an interior designer is great money, mm-hmm. but I can't hit on everybody who comes through the door at that job. He's like, it's not the same when you design the place, then you have to leave. Like, come on, come on. (laughs) Come on, come on, give me a job. Come on. Come on, come on, give me a job. Uh. (laughs) Uh, And then back at Coffee Prince, uh, a student appears. Yes. A young woman is asking Mr. Hong, like, teach me how to make coffee. I've heard about you. I want to be a barista. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, okay, this is new. What's going on here? And, you know, the last episode, we did have that kind of, like, realization from the staff. Like, oh, well, maybe we're going to need uh, someone to help us out. Which I guess wouldn't be really where this goes, because I feel like, if anything, they would send her to Coffee Princess. Because that makes a lot more yeah. sense. But That's regardless, she's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. She's here, and she starts talking to the boys. I think my favorite part of this scene is uh, she goes up to Harim, and he kind of, like, makes this comment. He's like, whoa, wait. You're kind of a lot like Unchan, just my type. Which reminds me, in his note to Unchan when he was leaving, he kind of like admits, like, "Hey, you know, I, you know, I know, I know you and Han Gyul are a thing, but you know, if you weren't, like, I might have, I might have tried to like ask you out." And I was like, "Oh my god, cute." Yeah, yeah I totally would have pursued you. I was like, "Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah." He's like, out of respect for my bro, I refrain. And now you're, you're also a cool bro. However, just so you know. Love you. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. You know. <laughs> I wish God. everyone could see me winking right now because um, it's, uh, it's, it's very cheesy. It does not look smooth at all. 
<laughs> she closes both eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so this this is where we get the the next Han Sung and Yuju scene where they're yes. having like dinner at the hotel and <laughs> Yeah. Hansung walks into this restaurant and he kind of like claps his hand together and like points at Yuju and he's like, hey, and then he immediately goes, yes, I'm late. And Yuju is like, uh, yeah, you're late. And they do their like fun vicar thing. But I, I just wrote down like Hansung, when you walk in and you know you're late, you don't walk in and go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, I, I remember remarking like when I when they cut to the scene, Yuju looked much older, and like mm. from the two year time skip, like everybody kind of looked the same with some like mildly longer hair. Maybe mm-hmm. nobody got glasses to show that time had passed. Yeah, you know, I was kind of shocked that nobody got glasses. I really thought at least one would. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I was really banking <laughs> on CB. Yes, he would have been smoking with some glasses, mm. some box frames. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this scene kind of concludes with. Uh, Hansung being like, look, I got us a hotel room. We are gonna go bang right now. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. And I was like, good for them. Maybe the baby is at, like, grandma's house or something. Yeah, maybe we have, like, a sitter right now or something, you know? Uh, anyway, g- glad they're glad they're doing good. Um, this is actually the part where I wrote, like, alright, you guys won me over. Because they were doing the, the, the same thing that they've done throughout this entire series where they're just kind of bickering and, like, you know, she's being, like, you're late. And he's being, like, well, yeah, well, uh, this, this, and this. And she's, like, okay, well, then, yada, yada, yada. But I guess maybe now that they've been through everything that they've been through and they're married and we just kind of, like, have seen them be happy with each other genuinely, um, you know, after we've we've gotten to see them, like, talk about the things that they went through and, like, kind of resolve those differences that they had for so long that now it no longer feels like me being like, um, are you guys, um, are you guys sure that you should be dating if this is how you're going to act all the time? And now it feels like this is how they do cute. Like this is how they kind of, this is their little language that they have with each other. Like this is their thing that nobody else can kind of come in on. Um, and when people do come in on it, it's very weird because then Unchan and Hangul sit across (laughs) the dinner table staring at them. (laughs) This, yeah, this really felt like, it, it took like a while to get used to, but like this is how they are as a couple and it's mm. not like an overtly passive aggressive thing like it can see from the outside. It feels very rewarding, honestly, because I did go through a lot of struggle with this couple. Like they gave me a lot of heartache and to see <laughs> this and to like feel happy for them, I was kind of like, this is nice. Like, this is, this is good. So we go we go from there to a strategy meeting at Coffee Prince, mm-hmm. where they are talking about like how opening Coffee Princess is going to go. Hong Gil's like, Mister Hong, please try to come to like the strategy meetings so I don't have to explain <laughs> everything twice. Yeah. Uh, and Hong Gil is just very sad the whole time, mm-hmm. and like somebody mentions like, oh yeah, Unchan's coming back soon. Everything's going to be great at Coffee Princess. Unchan's coming back soon, mm-hmm. and he's like guys she delayed for another year <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like that that's that's 100 how it sounds <laughs> uh i did also write down cb gets a smack because i think he's the one who is just kind of <laughs> he, he's making a comment about unchen 
at coming back when Han Gil is obviously sad and Sun Gi kind of like reaches over and is like, nope, not now. Um, <laughs> You're right. We did have, um, so this scene transitions into, because Han Gil is obviously very sad and Harim kind of is like, hey, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we go get beer? You know, like old times, old times. We can have like a boys night. And I thought it was going to be a boys night um, and it doesn't turn into a boys night or if there is one, we don't really see it. However, we do then cut to Mr. Hong and Sun Gi grocery shopping. You know I lost all my shit when this went down. <laughs> I was I was like, yo! <laughs> so so before we get to it, I did actually really like to see uh, Mr. Hong and Sun Gi are talking. And uh mr hong kind of like makes a comment he's like hey look at us two guys who got left by the girl they love and uh for the first time i kind of realized that there's this parallel between mr hong and sun gi in uh their stories where not exactly the same obviously but they do kind of have like that similar like they understand each other in that respect of like loving somebody so much that even when they leave you you're left with those happy memories um but then Yeah, I think you're very right about that. And I mm-hmm. want to remember that as we get into, like, another part of the finale. Yeah. But, so, Hong just, like, sees the wife, his ex-wife, that, like, has been hyped up, like, throughout the show since, like, episode four when they do the Apple thing. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, singing a song about this woman who done him wrong. And we get the full backstory, and she's here, and I never expected her in a million years to make an appearance. It's so, it's so like, the way that they do it is there's just this family standing over there, and he kind of looks up, and he does, like, a double take, uh, because he sees this little boy. Um, and we're like, oh, I wonder what it could be. But then it cuts to him and her sitting together on a bench and, like, being like, so, uh, how, how you been? And I was like, oh my god, this is her. This is her. Like, mm-hmm. after all she, these she... years, just at a grocery store in his neighborhood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so small world. Oh my god. And and like it's crazy because she looks great, and mm-hmm. Mr. Hong looks like Mr. Hong. Yeah. So it's like you 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 immediately get the sense of like how into her he must have been as a kid because mm-hmm. like she's gorgeous mm-hmm. and the she whole... is gorgeous. Oh my god the whole conversation with them is just like him he's like he almost seems like checked out like he's very Mm -hmm. like quiet and like reserved but -hmm. they're talking about like oh like yeah i didn't know you like we're still around here or like oh have you moved on and he's like no i'm not seeing anybody and she's Mm -hmm. like i left you so that you would just move on and find somebody better than me and he was like whatever Mm -hmm. and (laughs) he like looks in her grocery cart and he's like, why do you have peaches? You're allergic to peaches. And she's like, oh, uh, my my husband likes them. So, like, I just wear gloves when I peel them. And he's like, bah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, like, such an interesting, like, taking a step back from, like, what's happening in the show to, like, what's happening thematically. Mm-hmm. The... Obviously, Mr. Hong, like, loved this person very much, Mm -hmm. and he carried it with him for such a long time, and he remembers her peach allergy, and now she's with somebody who, like, not only, like, might know or might not know about the peach allergy, but just is like, no, like, you can peel the peaches with gloves on to make things for me, 
and it's like this weird like she kind of sees that he was like a more sensitive and caring person than the person she ended up with i think oh and so i actually interpreted this moment as like this was showing that she used to be somebody who was very very selfish who only really did things in her own interest but now she's met somebody who she's like willing to you know like even though she doesn't she's allergic to peaches and she doesn't like uh, she doesn't eat them or anything she is with somebody who does and so she wants to be able to do this for him like she still will buy peaches and wear gloves to peel them because she's like met somebody who she's willing to do things for that's how i took Ooh. it at least that's actually a really interesting thought that mm. didn't occur to me and the great thing about this is that while this exchange is happening we kind of just pan out oh and Sumki is like sitting perpendicular to them <laughs> in another row of chairs and he's like hey, hey Mr. Hall, our ice cream is gonna melt <laughs> oh it's so good because he's just sitting there with the same look on his face that he always has and he's just kind of like hey we just bought these groceries we really need to get them to the fridge <laughs> hey I really love Cherry Garcia and if it melts I'm gonna be real upset Oh, it's so good. But oh, God. I think it's very important for Sungi that he saw this. Mm-hmm. I think that this, like, informs something that happens later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but we go from here to we're following Mr. Hong, and we're, we're having another picnic outside Mr. Ku's butcher shop with the oh, awesome yeah. pink neon and the mama's there. The old people club. <laughs> now the even old older. The old love triangle. <laughs> And Mr. Hong is, like, talking with him. He's like, yeah, I ran in my, to my ex. And Mr. Ku's like, oh, that heartless bitch. I mean, you're the her name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Mr. Ku is, he's like, ride or die for Hong. But also, yeah. like, Mr. Hong doesn't want anybody saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, it's just, the kid looks like me. <laughs> Mama is like, oh, that's your thing, though. You think everybody's kid looks like you. When Chan was born, you said she looked like you. Oh, my God. And he's like, it's the twinkle in his eyes. I have this twinkle in my eye. And she's like, your old dusty eyes haven't twinkled in ages. What are you talking about? Oh, it's and so the- <laughs> good. It's the best. It- it's as close to, like, the ending that I wanted for the three of them as we're going to get, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, it, it was good. It was very good. Uh, there is a little bit of a of a nod to, like, you know, uh, I don't remember who says it, but someone mentions kind of, like, Mr. Koo and Mama dating, and Mama's like, oh, no, no like, you know, uh, wh- whatever, like. <laughs> She's very, like, bashful <laughs> about it, which is very sweet to see. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and then we, we cut to Harim, who... Honestly, I think we called this one. I think this is a point for us with our predictions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, full points to Jaren. Although there are no children present, you were absolutely right in saying (laughs) that Harim is just whipped for (laughs) Bjol. I think it's a little bit better than whipped because Mm -hmm. it seems like this this nice, like, oh, we're very on again, off again. But, like, mm-hmm. every time one of us tries to leave, the other one is like, no, wait, hold on. And it's really good. Uh, it's not really scene... good in practice, but really good in TV. Mm. It's This scene is very nice um, for me. It, it, it starts out and um, 
uh, Buell kind of like makes this comment like, we should break up. And Harim just starts kind of doing this thing that's like, you know, you say that, and uh, I told you, it does. It no longer affects me. I You, you say it every time, and I, I, I told you, it doesn't work anymore. Uh, and then she kind of looks at him, and then he starts kind of doing this bit that's like, oh, oh, you, you want to break up? Uh, okay, uh, yep. Uh, d- uh, what time is it right now? Like, seven? Yeah, that's a good time for me to break up. Sure thing. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to leave this coffee that I'm drinking right here. It was very tasty. Uh, if you would like it, feel free. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to just... And uh, at first it's very like, oh, you know, that's that's their energy. But then we kind of transition into um, Viola makes this comment where she's like, you are pretending like everything is fine again. And I know that like um, the hospital that your father runs closed down. Like, don't do you want to talk about it? Like, are you OK? And he like sits back down and he's kind of like, well, you know, my dad, yeah, the hospital's closed, but uh, he'll he'll just open another one. It'll be fine. And they just have this very sweet moment of kind of like, because Ha-Rim this whole time has had this like, it always feels like nothing is that serious to him. Um, he's very playful, very happy-go-lucky. He's got this playboy thing, you know, he's seeing one girl and then seeing the next and it's, Everything is kind of, like, fine and jokey. Um, And to have somebody who kind of, like, looks him in the eyes and is like, I can tell that you're going through a rough time right now. And I know that it's affecting you. And if you want to talk about it, like, you can talk to me. Was just, like, so good, personally. Yes. That one little interaction just sells me on the Mm -hmm. Harim-Hanbyol relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. I... I think that um, not only kind of along the lines of what I was saying last time where it was like, oh, he's met his match, you know, he's met a girl who isn't going to fall for his tricks and uh, who will kind of like give it right back to him what he's giving to her. But also they are willing to try and understand each other. And it's obviously that they do kind of understand, lol, understand (laughs) each other. and it's just very nice to see. I, I'm, I'm very happy for Harim that he's, he's found someone who is willing to look him in the face and kind of be like, I know that you're pretending that you're happy right now. <sighs> yeah, that was a good, a good moment. Mm-hmm. And then they go bang in the laboratory. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Harim <laughs> even is like, I'm getting tired of the laboratory. And then he like is like, let's go. <laughs> he's like, grab everything quick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then we cut to Yuju. Yes. So this is actually the scene I was talking about earlier where she can't really sleep and uh, she kind of goes out to the balcony and there's just these little baby shoes on the, on the ledge and she's just looking at them. And this is kind of where it starts to solidify that like, yes, they lost the child. Um, this baby is not here. Yeah. And Hansung just kind of comes out and, like, sits in it with her. Mm. They do kind of wrap this scene up um, very, like, warmly, I think. Because Hansung kind of, like, drags her over to this little bench area that they have outside. And he's like, come on, back to bed. And he just kind of, like, koalas around here and is like, it's time to sleep. Right here. We're sleeping right here. Um, (laughs) And... 
it, it this whole scene kind of like gives this sense of like yes this happened and it is hurting them and they're both obviously not over the fact because that's something very traumatic and very difficult um but they are still together and they're still love each other and they are continuing on with their lives um regardless so i think definitely a tough way to wrap it up for this couple this kind of whole episode and everything that they have to go through for that but um just good good to see them i think they it's they they end it well regardless (laughs) so then we just kind of cut to han gyul absolutely pissing off his downstairs neighbors because he's just like dribbling this basketball (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) he's just out on his patio just dribbling uh i don't think he even has like a basketball hoop so i don't really know like what (laughs) i thought that i was like oh he's is he have like a basketball hoop and he's just not shooting he's just kind of like playing with the ball yeah and whoever lives below him their life sucks because this basketball is making like the loudest bounce noises that I've ever heard a basketball make. <laughs> it would be one thing if it was just a basketball, but he like hops on the back of his bench and rides it down into the yeah. floor. Yeah, he's and I like, was like Jesus. Just making a ruckus, honestly. Um, because he's sad because he doesn't think his girlfriend's gonna come home uh, for another year. God. Um, but that's kind of like honestly it because then we cut <laughs> we just like we have to see him uh, being sad and dribbling. We need to basketball. know that he's sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. We couldn't tell by you know all the other sad boy moments he has, but now now it's really solidified in our hearts because he's sad enough to not even care what the people who live below him <laughs> <laughs> like that. If they I probably get a noise sleeping. complaint, somebody will call me. <laughs> yeah, it's like dark outside. It's probably late at night. They're probably just trying to sleep. <laughs> Um, and then we cut to Coffee Prince, uh, and we find out that this new girl, new new student who's here following around uh, Mr. Hong, I believe she said her name was Da Young. Um, mm-hmm. She uh, kind of like comes to the the back area because she's trying to learn the waffle trade from Sungi, and he is not having it. He's like, "Leave me alone." Um, but then she reveals that she actually learned how to speak Japanese and that she even like studied abroad in Japan for a little while. And Sungi is kind of like, wow, it's so nice to like be able to speak in my own language with somebody else for once. And then he kind of like instantly warms up to her. He's like, you know what? I'll absolutely teach you about the waffles. You know what? Come here. <laughs> yeah. And then CB's like Japanese alarm goes off because he immediately pokes his head in and does like the same thing he did many many episodes he goes where he's like are you guys talking about me what are you saying you speak japanese although i like, will said- say that he's gotten much better because in the past it made him mad and now he's just kind of like <laughs> are you guys talking japanese let me guess you're talking yeah. about me and then they like talking japanese a little more and he's like ah and he just walks away <laughs> yeah they're like oh so he's like i said something nice about you and he's like 
I don't believe you anymore. And yeah. I was like, there's the maturity. He's gotten, he's grown. <laughs> he graduated. He did, he's much better now. No longer the, um, you know, dubiously xenophobic maybe CB <laughs> now has foreign friend and is very happy about it. <laughs> good. It's very good to see this character development because honestly, CB is such a wonderful character and that was just a stain on his record. <laughs> <laughs> So then, uh, Han Gyul has got to, he's got to interview new baristas for Coffee Princess, and he is not happy about it. Yeah, he's, he's at the place called the Coffee Bean. Yeah. And I, for a second I was like, oh, is this Coffee Princess? But like, no, it's just the bean. Not the other one. And... No. Remember back in the beginning when we set up Coffee Prince, there were like two other coffee shops within like a block. <laughs> so he's just visiting his computer. Honestly... <laughs> It, it did feel weird because it's just like, oh, yeah, we're going to have this interview here at a neutral coffee shop <laughs> instead of my coffee shop. Yeah, that's she could have just turn. been like, come to the coffee prints and have an interview. <sighs> so he's he's there. And the interviewee that he's currently talking to is like, yeah, I want to open my own business someday. Honestly, like accepting this job would be like a pay cut for me. So I'm going to ask for like double. And then Hamgil is pretty much immediately like, okay. The agency will notify you about the results of this yeah, interview. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, as this lady is, like, leaving this disastrous interview and Hong Gil's like, Jesus, where am I going to find a barista to, like, be <laughs> the person in charge of my new restaurant? Where am I going to get do, a barista like, a really cool... on such short notice? <laughs> <laughs> they do this really cool thing where the camera's, like, anchored and we just see this big dumb face, like, approaching <laughs> with scruffy hair. And then she gets fully behind him and she's like, manager, 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 manager. And then he turns around and it's Unshan. And he's just like so stunned that he doesn't even react. He does not know what to do because she's here. She lied. There is no extra year. She's here. <laughs> she lied. <right> <laughs> Which, honestly, everything we know about Hong Gyul, it's probably better not to lie, because he seems to take that very personally, like when he found yes. out that you were lying about being a boy. He so his, his... was incredibly oh. sad. <laughs> <laughs> but his, his like, silence here, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Which she just starts being really cute and is like, I heard you were interviewing for this job and I'm like a fucking international barista superstar. Oh my God, yeah. She's you don't like, even have to pay me. <laughs> I hear you need a barista and I happen to be an barista. Uh, but get this, you don't even have to pay me money. Just food. I request breakfast, lunch, dinner, midnight snack. Uh, <laughs> also, I, I can lift heavy thing. Uh, clean. I'm good at clean. Um, really, you're getting a bargain here. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want for the rest of our lives. Mm. And she, like, moves from her chair to, like, sit in his lap. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I go, okay, <laughs> it's one thing to have PDA at your own coffee shop. <laughs> but you can't go down the street oh God, to another person's coffee shop and do your PDA there. <laughs> They've evolved. They this this couple is known that if they're in a coffee shop, you know you get some PDA. It's the bean smell. <laughs> oh my god! The poor other people in this in this cafe who just kind of like saw this girl walk in, and when this guy is obviously like doing interviews, 
And she immediately launches into, like, you can hire me. And then before he is even out of his state of shock, she just sits on his lap. (laughs) Everyone's probably like, what is going on? Like, what the actual hell is happening? He, like, finally snaps out of his stupor. Mm. And is like, does that mean you want to get married? Mm. And she just immediately skates over the question and is like, how is grandma? like just like deflecting and he's like why are you deflecting and then we never get an answer <laughs> you know good old unchen you know how it is <laughs> <laughs> so they, they they call granny and it was it's honestly just so fu- the editing here really got me because like Granny just picks up the phone and it's just like a cut to Granny and she's alive and well and I'm like, oh, it's Granny, like she's good. Oh yeah, it's we so just good. we dispelled it all right there. We truly like, hadn't heard fine. from her at all, so it was totally possible up to this point that she could have in fact been dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Granny's alive. Granny's like smiling while Unchan is talking to her, which is mm. great. And Unchan's like, hey, I got you gifts. I'm gonna bring them to you tomorrow. Bye, grandma. She calls them like grandma and mother and father, and I'm like, that's that's very sweet. Yeah, I I wrote down like everybody just loves Unjen because like in the time that she's come back, it seems that she's just like putting a smile on everyone's face, and it's so like mom and and uh, dad are just like sitting there kind of grinning, being like, oh, Chen's back. Oh, it's gonna be so nice to see her. Oh my gosh, like uh, what a oh. what a good what a good what a good kid. What a good worth work ethic. What a, what what a lovely gal. And I'm just like so so stoked in general, just because when she comes back, she has this like super cute like bob hairstyle now, and it's like a little curled, and she's wearing like oh, it's this very good. sick. Uh, interesting shirt that has like a collar on one side and then no collar on the other side and i'm sure it's like fashion forward or something but it's kind of given me flashbacks to han gill's shirt that buttoned up on (laughs) a little asymmetrically (laughs) but she just looks so good she's glowing she is back she is obviously like well experienced i think when they're in the car she makes this comment that's like oh uh so i got invited to this latte art thing um but i was thinking like hey after that we could like go get dinner or something like that and it's just like oh this is so nice like look at her she's really living her dream i'm so proud of her yes everything she's matured she's like good at what she does and Mm. it's it's super nice to like see her thriving and it's also super nice to at coffee prince see everybody lose their goddamn mind on the clock when Unchan oh my comes God. back. Han Gyul pulls up into his signature parking spot that's just right at the entrance of the cafe. And he like yes. gets out, he opens the door for her, we kind of cut and we see like the boys like see what's happening and they're like, uh? And then Han Gyul takes her hand and he just screams, my girlfriend is here! And everyone just goes apeshit. They're like, Unchan <laughs> is here! They're all running out, just like they just pick her up. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Oh, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so, like, I love this. I just love, like, getting this wonderful visual representation of just what a positive force she is and has been for all of these people and like when she comes back just nobody every single person is happy like nobody sees unchan and is like oh it's her again like everybody is just so excited 
people people are eating mm-hmm. and the entire staff of this restaurant is hoisting a girl and just <laughs> running around and it's <laughs> oh harim literally catches glimpse of her and just screams at the top of his lungs my chin and he just like comes over Honestly, I'm sure the patrons are happy because, like, where have they been getting their quality drama content when she's been gone? Like, they come to Coffee Prince and there's no will they, won't they? Like, what's the point? (laughs) Hangul is video calling during the trip for them. It's like a big screen that they project on the side of the Coffee (laughs) Prince. Every every Friday they have, like, a beat poetry thing, but it's just uh, Hangul reading the letters that she gets from her. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, but yes. Then we get like a kind of a a, a montage esque scene where it, we're we're going around Coffee Prince as the camera and seeing what everybody's doing, and CB is like kind of feeling himself, like he's like half dancing as he's like cleaning up the upstairs of Coffee he's, Prince. Oh, um, he's practicing his runway walk. Is that? Oh my god! Mm-hmm. He's like awesome. he practices his walk and he like strikes a couple of poses and he's. He's really excited about being a model. That's so good. I'm so happy for him. CB gone model. Uh, Sun Gi now has like this student. Like she's here. Da Young is like all in on the waffles. She's doing great. Yes, this was what I wanted to mention mm. with uh, the Mr. Hong scene from earlier. Mm. Was the sense I got from this scene was that Sun Gi, after seeing Mr. Hong who held on to this love for a long time, and then the woman that he loved eventually just kind of ends up happy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It felt like maybe Sungi was making a conscious decision to, like, be more friendly or to, like, open up more and try to meet new people as opposed to, like, just kind of holding on to this one mm. thing for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. This was This was very nice to see. Just, like, him making a connection with somebody... Um, it's been very nice to see him throughout the entirety of the show just go from like being this angsty waffle boy who's just here come to check and then um, he just slowly <laughs> develops this friendship with these these quirky coffee prince employees um, and he just like comes out of his shell bit by bit and uh, now we see him opening up to somebody like uh, you know his student and Maybe, I don't know, she's, like, cute. Like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know, maybe, like, maybe she's cute, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, maybe. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Oh, we also get this final scene of um, Han Sung and Yuju, uh, where they're, like, biking. Uh, They have, like, a little little vacation. Um, And then they're, like, on the back of a truck, I guess, hitchhiking. I don't really know what's going on here. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, Han Sung like texts Yuju, and she opens up her phone and she just sees that it's from Han Sung and she like looks at him and then she like reads it, and then uh, she responds. And I don't remember what exactly it said, but I know that it was extremely cute and that Han Sung just upon reading Yuju's text goes <laughs> just on this truck into the into nothing because they're like in the middle of nowhere. And it's just so good to have this nice little final scene with them that makes me feel like everything is going to be okay. Yes. I think what he texts her is, like, are you smiling because you have a great husband? Mm, and she texts that's back, right. I'm happy. Mm. And then he goes, Wah! 
<laughs> it's so like deliberately like there's definitely a W at the beginning of it. Like it's like a wah. <laughs> Yuju's probably like, oh my uh, god, he's doing this. And at that last uh, coffee print scene, we actually we get like Harim's final final moment where yes. he he not he doesn't die. It's not his final moment. It's just the last <laughs> that we see him. Uh, in the surprise. Show. Uh... <laughs> He, he's like flirting with these two girls and like getting their numbers and then he gets a call from Buell and he's like oh hey what's up babe like no this lady was trying to force her number on me like it's very oh like God, I get yeah. the sense that they both do that kind of shit so it's fine yeah like, there's no. a scene earlier in the episode where she's like sitting and with like these two boys at Coffee Prince and uh, Harum just kind of like looks out and is like what is she doing what's going on over there what kind of a situation is this <laughs> uh and then after that last scene with Hansung and Yuji, we get like a fun final montage while Coffee is My Greatest Love plays. Mm. And we see like all these cute moments from the show and oh, it really got me really like quick, nostalgic. Before we, before we get to that, um, we do actually have a final scene with Han Kyul and Unchen where Han Kyul is uh, practicing how to make coffee. Yeah, and he he pours her a little cup. He does like the what is it like the drip method or whatever, where he pours the water directly over the the filter with the coffee uh, grounds, and then uh, Unchen takes the cup and she takes a sip and she just immediately sticks her tongue out and is like, and then she takes another sip and she's like, oh, and then she's like, "Mm -hmm. very good, excellent job, Mister Han Gyo. Your coffee is coming along quite nicely, and then we just kind of like. (laughs) The camera pans out from the scene of the the two of them sitting at this table, kind of in the window, and then we get this montage, and we just, ugh, oh, it's so good. Uh, all of the all of the cute moments, all of the kisses, all of the all of the bump bump everything, <laughs> uh, and then we get a final shot of all of them standing outside the cafe saying goodbye and then uh there's a little sign that says coffee prince is officially closed yeah mm-hmm. it was so sad like mm-hmm. they, they literally all say goodbye and i wrote oh goodbye in my oh. notes <laughs> they they included like some cool production photos and footage yeah uh, so this is actually a really common thing in k-dramas uh at the end you'll generally get like this cute little wrap-up um production kind of like you know little little clips from behind the scenes uh pictures of the entire cast and crew and there'll generally be a final picture of the entire cast um this is actually a a a really common thing for k-dramas you'll always get that like end wrap up where everybody kind of says like thank you for watching our show you know we worked really hard on it um see you next time and whatever we do next kind of thing i really loved that i thought that was such a sweet like Mm. finish to everything yeah and I think Fly Me to the Moon is playing for part of it, which is awesome. And there's uh, footage of the crane that they use to get all the cool car footage. Oh, which yeah. honestly looks even more dangerous than the car footage because there's just like no walls oh, on this, yeah. this oh. platform that they're filming yes. off of. Yes, very nerve-wracking. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe my favorite part is that uh, CB, uh, as his actor self, uh, actually is wearing glasses and he looks excellent in them. <laughs> Yes, he really did. <laughs> he works those glasses. Uh, there was, I think, maybe a director cameo in this episode because in the the photos, I recognized the the guy from the modeling 
shot earlier <gasps> in the episode that Unsei hands the oh, stuff to. Yeah. He's in the pictures at the end. <gasps> oh my gosh. All these years I've never noticed. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I, I wonder I, if that's also be... a common thing. I, I wonder if it is. I would be curious to find out. And I think we will find out because we're definitely going to watch more K-drama in the future. Oh, absolutely. Listen, Jen, this is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Truly the one that propelled me into uh, the rom-com fanatic that I am today. Oh, man. Oh, but yeah, this is... The end of Coffee Prince. We're done. We drank all the coffee, every cup. <laughs> we... <laughs> um, so we actually are going to have a kind of a final wrap up episode where we talk about like all of our overall feelings, you know, uh, share some some final thoughts after watching the entire show together. Mm-hmm. But before we end this episode, I do want to say, uh, or I do want to ask, Jaren, what are your, kind of your like uh, final thoughts on this episode specifically? Uh, on this episode specifically, I think it does an excellent job of being the last hour of this show. Mm. We have big tearful goodbye, and then we probably don't have to sit in it for longer than the time of a commercial break. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the extra year surprise that really got me i didn't think that that was going to happen at all Mm. and then of course it's a double bait and switch (laughs) it's 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 written in a way where you even though you know that unchan's coming back you think she might not oh yeah then you get the good good surprise along with everyone else definitely got me the first time i watched i was like are you kidding me (laughs) and even the the uh the challenging stuff with Hansung and Yuju mm. that last scene where they're on the back of the truck and they are together and they're just living and experiencing new things mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like that they are they are a strong couple and that they are happy together and that's like the ultimate ending is them just like driving away on the back of that truck yeah yeah <sighs> it's better than what I predicted I think Really? You think so? You didn't want to see uh, Harim with uh, two gremlin children or something like that? No, I, th- I feel like this is, they knew the characters and they knew what the perfect ending for each of them was. Mm. I agree. I think paced very well, just really gives like a, a good feeling um, ending for every character that we kind of met, you know? Don doesn't necessarily leave us on the, a note of like, this is the end, but does leave us with kind of just like hope for their futures, even though we won't get to see them. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. What a good ending to a very good series. I agree. <laughs> wow. Well, after uh, 17 cups of coffee, I uh, don't know if I'll sleep tonight, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for coming along this coffee journey with us. Uh, like I said, tune in next time and we'll, we'll kind of give like an overall uh, how did we feel about the, the series as a whole to really, uh, you know, talk about the things that we maybe didn't get to mention um, and just give our overall thoughts on the series. Um, but for now, <laughs> goodbye. See everybody next time. Thank you so much for listening uh, and love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye. Love bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.